Um, well, the postponement is really, the Minister has um, indicated that she would like to meet with the Minister of Public Enterprise before a new date is set. Um, and so we gather that she would just like to get up to speed with issues um, for herself. And and that is, I suppose, um, to be expected. We were hoping that the process that had been underway for so long, because the delay has been underway now for two years almost, that the process would, you know, this close to conclusion that it would just be allowed to reach its conclusion. Does that mean you're also not confident that it would be resolved speedily? Well, it is hard to tell. We haven't been given an um, alternate date. So there's no way of knowing. We all we have got is um, this, the, the, what the minister's office has said, and um, beyond that, we've got you know experience of having been engaging with ESCOM for months and um, being at, at the receiving end of their offering a range of excuses for not going ahead with signing, um, and and the re- where there have been reasons that they've offered that have been valid, these have been addressed by NERSA and by Treasury and um, and the Department of Energy. So as far as we are concerned, the process of getting to conclusion should not be much longer, but we don't know now whether the minister might take a different approach. Mm. And what will be the effect of the delay? So far, the, the effects have been immense on a number of fronts from from the investor confidence in the program because the program has now effectively been stalled for these two years. You know, the program had started out with the real promise in 2012, um, all of the procurement rounds moving ahead, and that process slowed down in 2015 um, at the at basically at the fourth round um, of bids. And, you know, although these uh, the, the law is very clear, the, the power is procured through a, the procurement process, and um, preferred bidders are selected, and then the process is meant to just go ahead to conclusion of power purchase agreements. ESCOM has been stalling, saying that they're not, uh, they don't need the power, that they can't afford it, and so on. And uh, yeah, so that is those costs that are accumulated are relate to um, the, the legal fees that relate to constantly updating the paperwork. From there, from there to direct costs on communities that are waiting for uh, the, the socio-economic development programs that are meant to be introduced as a, as a co-benefit of the program, small businesses that have been, you know, investing in equipment and in expanding their workforce so that they can uh, serve the program. All of these effects are immense, and that is beside the release of the investment value, which is at $58 billion, and 15,000 jobs that could be created if the program went ahead. If, uh, if we add all of that up, I leave it to you to decide what the cost is.